Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about hard work does not equal success and your main financial goal should not be money. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. Hey, this episode is brought to you by my two wealth building partner sponsors, John Thurman, Access Financial, independent life insurance agent, help you shop your life insurance and disability insurance and health insurance needs. And by Allison Rife Martin, Rife Martin CPA. They are your outsource personal and or business CFO to help make sure that your money is organized and right and that you're not paying more than your fair share of taxes. Let's get to the show. All right, new episode. Enjoyed uh, Sweetness's birthday weekend. For those who want to be nosy and see how much fun we had, you can check it out on my Instagram, Ask Philip. But let's get into the episode. I want to I cover two important topics. Uh, one of them came up in conversation with my homie TJ, who we talk often, and I forgot how we got into conversation, but we were able, like, we were connecting the dots on um, hard work and making money, and how they're really not correlated. See, a lot of people think hard work equals lots of money or success, and it it matters. It matters where you apply the hard work. That's how we got on the topic. We we're talking about asset allocation and investing. And we we're talking about the most important factor in asset allocation being, or in investing is uh, not necessarily uh, which type of fund you own or or what those expenses are. It's what asset class you're in, right? It, the, the expenses matter and the type of fund matters, but... If you're invested in the most, if for the last 10 years, you were invested in the cheapest S&P 500 index fund, uh, and then you bought uh, the expensive grayscale GBTC uh, Bitcoin fund, the expensive Bitcoin fund like smoked S&P 500. Um, and let's say if you know, over the last five years, because the GBTC wasn't around for 10 years, but it got smoked because Bitcoin was a better asset class. And so what's most important is asset class um, in, in investing over everything. But this rule applies to, to, to business as well. And so let's, you know, you give an example. Let's say you were a taxi driver, you know, you're a taxi operator and you were working 80 hours a week. Uh, that was just a terrible business over the last 10 years. You got, you got destroyed. Or if you were a horse and buggy operator in the 1900s when the car came around, I mean, you could have worked the butt off, but that was just difficult. Another example is, um, let, you know, let's use it to, 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 to today's example. Like a, a lot of people are in industries that are becoming no longer relevant. So let's say you're an advertising executive for the Yellow Pages and you're working 100 hours a week Facebook, Google, 
YouTube is just cleaning your clock, right? It's 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 an industry that people are going away from. And so if you if you want to combine um, hard work with making money or combine, you know, normal work, but make the same amount of money, normal work and make more money, you have to, as the famous hockey player Wayne Gretzky uh, says, skate to where the puck is going. And so the you you get rewarded or you get paid for bringing the world into the future. And you get paid the most when the world is not sure that is going to that future yet, right? You, you may have gotten some sort of insight because of your understanding, pattern recognition, studying of history uh, and, and position yourself. But if, if you're there early and the world comes to you, you get paid lots of money and, and, and it's not in proportion to your time. Like it's, you get overpaid for your time because the world hasn't, hasn't gotten there. Let's, Let's use an example. Some of the early podcasters before and podcasting is still pretty early, but some of the early podcasters who got who got in seven, eight, nine years ago uh, are reaping the benefits of huge podcast followings because they didn't. The supply and demand was off. They didn't have to compete with that many podcasters. And so they built a pretty good audience um, on their topic of expertise and own the marketplace there and can print lots of money. Um, same, you know, same is true in those who are going into uh, crypto industry early, which is the, the new financial system. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody who I mentored and they are relatively young and they just are super nervous about going to crypto. And I'm like, well, you don't have anything to lose. Like this is you want to go in the industry. This is where it's going. You know, 10 years from now, when you've been in. Um, you're going to know everybody who's a player and you have the experience and everybody's going to want you and you can just literally print money. You know, saying it can be true with marketing your business. I mean, I'm, you know, when I, when I started Stonehill Wealth Management five years ago, almost six years ago, you know, one of the things I, I had built the business cold calling for eight, nine years before, 10 years before. And then, and this time I was like, Hey, listen, um, I have an insight that I think is right because of where the world is going. And cold calling had become like less effective and I wanted better quality of life as I built this business. And so I built this business uh, and a few of you heard this before, almost 100% on the back of the podcast. Um, I haven't made, I haven't made cold calls. And so um, it's all from referrals from listeners, from clients, um, uh, you know, different events, you know, but this is something, and, and I'm in like a rarity. I'm, I wouldn't even, I'm like sub 1% of advisors who built their business this way. I'm like 1% of 1% of advisors who built, who built their business this way. But 40 years from now, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, this will be the norm. But it allowed me to build and, 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 and I'm still putting in hard work. I definitely like the, the first five years of being in business when I you know, started at a company I was at before, I built this business with a lot less time than that first five years. Now I know more, I'm smarter, all that kind of stuff. So that kind of helps, but I didn't, I, I make one cold call and that when I built that, I made like an insane amount of cold calls. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just, I'm giving examples of being in a position where you're taking advantage of when supply and demand is on your side. This also ties into the second part of what I wanted to cover. And it's don't make your financial goal all about money, right? Your most important financial goal, I don't believe should be a dollar amount. Now you need to know the dollar amount, 
that's important. But my opinion, the financial goal and the financial goal shouldn't be like retirement, right? At 65, the, in, in my opinion, and, and this is what I've learned one-on-one and whenever I sit down with somebody and I explain, they're like, oh yeah, this makes complete sense. Like the financial goal should be, what is the lifestyle that you want to live? Let's envision that first, not lead to live. What's the lifestyle that you want to live? And then let's figure out how to get there as soon as possible. So the hardest way to get there is to save up and invest all the money you need to get there. Because that's that's going to require a lot of money. The other way to get there is to build some sort of lifestyle business income stream or career, right? Build your career, a business, a side hustle around the lifestyle that you've envisioned. And so it, you know, first step is what I want to do. Like what I want to be able to do every single day. How many vacations do I want to take? Where do I want to go? Like, and it's really brainstorming about like once. Like get get crazy because this is before we get to numbers, right? So so just say if 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 we were to do this, um here's here's what I would want. And, and I think what you find most of the time is it ends up not being that expensive to to live the life you want because most people who do it don't want to vacation extravagantly 365 days a year but they but they have something in their mind where they're like hey you know if i was able to take these many days off per year and i was doing what i loved and i could do it around my lifestyle you know i I don't mind i don't mind working because i'll be i'll be bored if all i did was pleasure you know but there's something that people you know want to do so going back figure out what that is and then go to the next step and that's then it's once you once you know how much you need to make, all right, then how do I build a income around this lifestyle? And so it may mean finding some sort of virtual job. It may mean starting a, a business. Um, and this ties to what I was saying before, thinking about it, things you love married with the new world. And if, if you can get good at doing what you love in this new world, you can do it in like nine. It won't. It'll. It may take you some years to build it up. Once you build it up, it won't take you nearly as much time as you think because you're operating in a space that a lot of folks are not operating with. And if it's where the world is truly going, then you should, if done correctly, make a lot of money on the upside in the interim. And so, along the way, though, don't 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 misunderstand what I'm saying. You still want to save 10, 20 percent of your income uh, towards the future, so that a you can have money to tap and invest into your building lifestyle you want. So you're either investing in your business or your career, you know, with some of that money and, or it, it is for like old age one day, right? Cause down the road, you want to have backup extra money in case for some reason your health goes out and you can't do it. So, so saving and investing for the, for the long term is still important, but it, but once you think through the lifestyle, what you want, it may influence if you use some of that money along the way, to help make more money for your career, for your business, and what type of account you hold it in. Because if you put it all in account so you can't touch it until 59 and a half, then that's going to take away from you being able to use that to help create the lifestyle uh, that you want. Let me give one example. So I had clients who, you know, they loved hanging out in the city on the weekend. It was, it was fun for them. It's their getaway. It's their fun time. But they also like the community that they lived in, in the suburbs and school districts that their kids were in. And so, and it was a lot cheaper to own a home out there than in the city. And so 
they were going back and forth on if they want to move to the city or not. And so came with a solution where we were like, hey, listen, build a home you like out in the suburbs and then just rent an apartment in the city. It's cheaper mathematically. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then you just hang out on the weekends in your apartment and then have the house you have the house you like, your dream house out in the suburbs. And so that's those are just simple ideas to brainstorm what you want. It's it oftentimes is a lot simpler, more inexpensive than what you think once you put your pen into the paper. Right. And 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 one more point. Initially, when you're going through it, when you're putting out your wants, the reason why I want you to put out your wants without putting numbers to it is because I want it to get crazy. And and if you think about it in a traditional way, it may it may seem super expensive, but then that's where you have to go through and begin to get creative of saying, oh, okay, right. Um, do I really need to build the house in in my dream area that we love, or can I build in suburbs and rent an apartment, stuff like that? Or it's hey, do do I have to own a property in France to enjoy it, or can I just like is it cheaper to just get a hotel the 40 days a year I actually want to live in France or wherever you want to live, right? So it's doing the math around that. I hope this helps somebody. Until tomorrow, you enjoy your day and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.